a glass container in front of the entire class. Kristen. I'm Hannah. Welcome to Coffee Teach Repeat, the podcast, where we talk all things teaching over a cup of coffee. While your coffee's brewing, make sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Coffee Teach Repeat Pod. So welcome to our very first podcast. Welcome! We have come together to kind of create this community, hopefully, of teachers. And we're going to have two types of episodes. Kristen, why don't you tell us what those are? I would love to, Hannah. We have the teacher feature where we talk with educators from all over the world about their experiences. We also have the teacher's lounge where we talk all things teaching and beyond. This week's episode is going to be a teacher feature with one of our co-hosts, Kristen. Hey, hey. So Kristen, tell us your name. What are you drinking? Because that's a big thing on Coffee Teach Repeat now. Oh, yes. Hi, I'm Kristen Hink, and I'm drinking my cold brew, a cold brew coffee. That's my go-to today with some uh, pumpkin pie spice creamer. That's the best. It's the season. And uh, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, talk about myself, I suppose. Yes. All right. <laughs> I am a wife of eight years. I'm a mom of a four-year-old and a fluffy white cat. Uh, we'll see if we can hear purring later, but uh, yeah, he's sitting here right with me. His name is Leo. This is my 10th year in education. I teach fifth grade, uh, also known as the best grade. I don't know about you, but uh, it's definitely my favorite. I've only taught in fifth grade, except for the first two years where I was subbing. I have only worked in my current school, and six out of the seven years I taught in the same classroom. So That's like a big feat. I feel Thank like you. teachers get moved around a lot, even if they stay in the same grade, like the principal decides, oh, we're going to move fifth grade to the north side of the building exactly. when you're on the south side. So that's pretty, pretty impressive. Thank you. Thank you. So let's talk a little bit about your start. Who or what do you attribute to you becoming a teacher? Well, so my second grade teacher, Miss Krako, was so much fun. I just remember... We made a music video of sorts through that year. She taught through a guitar, so everything was a song. We have, I used to have the videotape of, like, you know, I remember my second grade self, like, dancing in every single, <laughs> every single shot, and she just made that year so much fun, and I just clearly remember being in elementary school wanting to be a teacher, and of course that never works out, right? I, I, I didn't become a teacher because... I had teachers previously in my family. My grandfather was a teacher, my grandmother, there's my cousin, a uh, couple people here and there on both sides. And my family just said, listen, education doesn't really make that much money. Why don't you try business? They, My parents are in business. And so I got my business degree, which <clears throat> I did really terrible in school in uh, in my business classes. That should have been a big red flag for me. <laughs> but uh while I worked for my parents' economic firm, I coached JV High School lacrosse, and I it was at my brother's high school while he was there, uh, girls lacrosse, and he, I never saw him, but I loved, loved coaching, and that was the decision for me to go back to school and get my teaching credential, and that was in California, so best decision I've ever made. 
So, did you continue to coach? I stopped coaching after that one year. We, I was not the best coach. I wasn't really sure. I knew how to play lacrosse, and I could kind of talk through playing lacrosse. But coaching, I didn't really know what prep was needed. I wasn't, you know, I didn't have the background for teaching. So I stopped coaching, and I did kind of a quick, like I had my degree. I did a quick program. Uh, in California, it's like a year and a half, sort of, to get your credential if you already have your degree. So fast. And I loved it. So let's talk about the biggest thing in every classroom, which is classroom management. What do you believe is the most effective aspect of your classroom management? Well, for me, I would say definitely humor. I Fifth grade is the best because they get my humor. I can joke around with them. I can get them to laugh at me really easily. That's a big one because that's that's important for me is that while while kids are laughing at me, I'm teaching them to be okay with with making mistakes and that everybody makes mistakes. It's okay to laugh at yourself. It's okay to laugh with others, right? And if they're laughing at me, they're paying attention, <laughs> which is mm-hmm. important. So it keeps them coming back. Humor keeps them engaged and paying attention. And I just, if you're having fun, then you really don't know that you're learning. And I mm-hmm. think that's that's really important. Mm-hmm. I think one of the biggest things that a lot of teachers can go back to is what inspired them to be a teacher, which is a little bit different than what made you want to be a teacher. What inspires you? What's had the biggest impact on your career? For me, I had the opportunity to go to the Ron Clark Academy. Let's see. I couldn't even tell you four years ago, maybe uh, through my school, I had signed up for a rather ominous sounding grant that we had received. So my principal had sent out a message over the summer that said, we are looking for teachers who are great with change and can mix it up and are good communicators. And so I wrote a paragraph about how that was me. And I got selected. There was about one per grade level uh, teachers and we became this communication committee and there was some like a, a technol our technology specialist and a specials person and just somebody from every area of school and we we turned we were able to turn the school into this school of communication but part of that was going to Ron Clark and and we took a trip got to go to the like big teacher Ron Clark Academy program for one day. And it was life-changing, life-altering. I mean, it's like the Disneyland for teachers is how I always put it. Because he just, what Ron Clark has done with education is something else. Uh, read the read his books. If you ever have a chance to go, like do a donor's choose, whatever. It's so hard to describe to other people, but going there opened my eyes to the possibilities of other things that could push education, at least my teaching, farther. So not only did we as a school implement the house system to create like a smaller kind of pods of kids, smaller communities within a larger school, it just, it pushed me to find and create teaching strategies that were outside the box. And, you know, things like 
escape rooms and scavenger hunts and just games taking boring regular old games and adding a task card to it and now it's fun and the kids want to do it and they're learning and just i I, ron clark was the biggest one for me and and i continue to learn from him and educators through instagram get your teach on was really big for me and all those educators it just learning from educators is is my biggest impact and it continues to be because with especially with the Instagram community everyone's sharing you're sharing what you're doing and it's it's so easy to implement when you see it you know definitely as educators you know we have to mold ourselves to whatever's happening and kind of shift so what has been your biggest challenge that you've had to shift with? I think for me, it's a work-life balance. Staying healthy and separating work from home. And this is a big problem, I think, in the education community, is especially now with working from home in a lot of cases, it's hard to turn it off. It's hard to put your phone away, turn off your email notifications, you know, stop thinking about that parent email that really impacted your mood for the day. And, and that's just, I mean, that's been the hardest part, especially working at home. But staying healthy also has been a big challenge. Looking through my photos, and they're all at the same school, and it's throughout all this different stuff we've been doing, my health has gone up and down. Uh, at the end of my first year of teaching, I discovered I had thyroid cancer, so that summer I had it removed. I had radioactive iodine. I, like, blew up, like, my face kind of got big. I just, my whole body got really puffy and trying to navigate through medication and how I was feeling, and it's just the first, it's still a struggle, but, I, you know, my health is great. My cancer is gone, but... When I get stressed, I immediately turn to food. And that's another problem with staying healthy is it's easy to go into the teacher's lounge and, oh, look, someone's brought donuts or cookies or, oh, it's the quarterly birthday celebration with all this different kinds of food. And it's so easy to just eat it. So easy. So work-life balance, staying healthy, being too tired to exercise and eating my stress. Those have been some of the big ones. Mm -hmm. And I still continue to struggle with those things. It's this, this career is not something you can just put down at the end of the day, the end of the work day and leave it at work. It stays with you because this is a human profession, right? This isn't an emotional profession. Mm -hmm. It's hard to step away and allow yourself to have family time. So we talked a little bit about your experience at Ron Clark Academy and you're learning from other Instagram teachers. As educators, we're always learning. What are you reading right now? Well, I am reading three things and I tend to do this because I read and listen to things based on my mood. So I am reading The Playful Classroom by Jed Derryberry and Dr. Julie Jones. Uh, That's a fun one. It's 
I'm always looking to learn, and those two are educators, and they're making or introducing ways to make the classroom even online more fun. And that's that's my wheelhouse. So love reading and learning from them. I'm reading Go See the Principal by Gary Brooks. Always fun. I met him at uh, the San Antonio Teacher Heart Out Conference. Uh, something else that I should have said, you know, I'm always learning. I, I Conferences are my jam. I could go to a conference as often as possible. It's just so much fun to go in person and learn new techniques and things and learn from other educators and meet new people. And anyway, I digress. <laughs> Those are my education reads for the moment. Uh, for fun, I'm reading The Long Way to a Small Angry Planet by Becky Chambers. I am in a young adult book club and I've met some of my very best friends through there. And one of my friends, Heather, gave this book to me. She lent it to me. And it's very interesting sci-fi, futuristic read so far. So what podcasts are you listening to? Gosh, podcasts? I kind of go in and out of, uh, especially since I'm not going anywhere. I'm not driving anywhere at the moment. Uh, Not really listening to much. I listen to the podcast because of you, Hannah. Thank you for for getting that in my ears. And uh, I'm also listening to My Favorite Murder. I do like some true crime here and there. That gets a little depressing sometimes, so I've got to take a little step back. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's about it for now. Good. So what's a funny thing that's happened in your classroom? Oh, whoa. What isn't a funny thing that has happened? So as soon as we were talking about this question, when we were setting these up, the first thing that came to mind was science related. So for the past two years, I've only taught science and math and social studies to my homeroom class with my team teacher teaching reading and writing. And so with one class each year, for the past two years, I've done one of the two things and and the other class only gets to hear about it and it it becomes like this like like lore among the playground like oh so i (laughs) i exploded a glass container in front of the entire class (laughs) i poured hot water in it or i yes i think it was a pyrex container and i heated water up in a coffee mug and poured it in the pyrex container to use it to dole out and it, I was holding it up with a gloved hand, and it just went pop all over. <laughs> and all the kids went nuts, as anything that happens, you know, uh-huh. kids start going, Oh, Mystique, you broke the, you broke the glass. So it was great. <laughs> it was great and also embarrassing. And I'm like, it's fine, everyone. Oh, you're fine. No, it didn't hit you. Okay, great. Don't worry about it. Okay, you're going to get started with whatever it is I'm going to have you do. And I'm just going to come over here and clean this up real fast. <laughs> and now uh, we're just going to move on with life like it never happened. And of course, I heard about that from parents and kids who weren't in my class. And I would just, uh, with parents, I would say, I'm so sorry. And they were, they they would just laugh because their kid remembered it. and. But it was like lore. Like, oh, Miss Hink, I heard you you exploded some glass in your room. No, no, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I just deny. And then the prior year, I was showing kids how to evaporate water out of a mixture 
to have the uh, the solvent, solute, I don't remember the word, whenever you put it in the mixture like Kool-Aid, mm-hmm. which was the wrong thing to do, should have done salt, because it doesn't burn. <laughs> so I was evaporating water uh, from a Kool-Aid mixture in a pan on a hot plate. And, of course, the Kool-Aid sugar burned, and the entire room was not smoky per se, but it smelled like burnt sugar. And the kids and I had to go out of the room, and I opened all the windows up, and I'm like, it's fine, everyone, it's fine, it's fine. And I'm just, whenever something goes wrong, I just sweat. I'm just sweating (laughs) at the front of the room, like, I can't believe I did this, what was I thinking? And the kids, I mean, they loved it. We just had to leave all the windows open for a couple hours. <laughs> you know, it's fine. It's no big deal. So, like you talked about earlier, we don't make a ton of money. We don't have, you know, company perks. So, as educators, we all need to know what our why is. Why do we keep coming back? So, what is your why? My why. So, my go-to answer always is the aha moment. Right. And, and I, I feel like that's a lot of teachers wise, but that's really, I get goosebumps when this happens. The aha moment of that one kid you've been working with all year or even all throughout that topic finally gets it. That's, that's like a high for me. <laughs> and it makes me feel so good seeing that kid finally get the thing they've been struggling to get and working to get. And that's, it's really that. It's that. It's the relationships, the fun, the inside jokes, connecting with kids, making relationships with kids and their families and their siblings who you won't get to see for three more years, but you're looking forward to it because they come and visit you because their older sister can't stop talking about you at home. And it just the community, maybe it's my school and the, fam- the families are amazing, but I just, that's, it keeps me coming back. And I love it. <laughs> yeah. This last part is my contribution to the uh, format, and it's your oh. secret sauce. Because uh, I'm yeah. a big Justin Timberlake fan, and he talks about sauce and how sauce is forever. What is your sauce? <sighs> my sauce. I think it has to do with engagement. And I can take anything, anything, and turn it into an engaging game or an activity. Student engagement. It's my jam. Student engagement is my jam. <laughs> not not sauce. It's my jam. <laughs> yeah, anything. Throw it at me. I will take it. I stole my dad's idea from Christmas last year. As soon as we finished, it was a scavenger hunt for, like, money. It was great. We went around and had to solve these clues for money around the house. And my brother... And his partner and I were like running around the house like, who's going to find it first? <laughs> it was so much fun. And I, I immediately thought, I'm going to do this in the classroom. I'm going to do little rhymey clues. And we're going to run around the school and find things. And yeah, it's, that's my jam. I love making it fun. Awesome. Well, this concludes our very first teacher feature. I do want to throw our Instagrams out there so that you know where to find us. And I think we need to tell our story about how this kind of came about real quick. Yes. Um, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Your Faith Hannah. Kristen, where can they find you on the socials? You can find me on Instagram 
and YouTube, Coffee Teach Mom Repeat. If you're into some science videos, you'll want to check out my YouTube. And I'm on Twitter at Mrs. Hink. I don't really tweet, but there I am. <laughs> so uh, that's about it for me. So I wanted to just give a little insight into what we're doing here. Like I said at the beginning, we want to create kind of this community for teachers. Me and Kristen actually met through a digital book club, which yep. Hannah quit because yes, Hannah, she did. Hannah, <laughs> Hannah doesn't finish things that she starts. Seven. I'm, I'm, She's a seven. Yeah, I'm a seven. It's fine. So I just thought, you know, through Instagram, and we'll talk about this in later episodes, you know, the world is becoming such a small place and we're able to connect with educators who... Yes, I'm in Oklahoma and Kristen's in Texas, but at the same time, we could be doing this from, you know, France and the U.S., you know. <clears throat> Waco. <clears throat> yes, <laughs> we, have, we have plans to do some remote podcasting uh, together in person, um, but I just think it's really important to understand that community doesn't have to be the people just at your school. Community can be wherever you find it, and I think a lot of times... As educators, we like to put ourselves on islands, and we hope that this podcast, even if you don't connect with us in person or even through a DM, that you find a group of teachers that are like-minded and can encourage you in your teaching career. And we want to encourage you. We want to encourage you to be yourself and reach out to us if you have questions or you need help. The community on Instagram is is welcoming, and we, we want to welcome you here to our little community. Yeah, and so you can always DM either of us or DM our main account, or you can email us, coffeeteachrepeatpod at gmail.com. Coffeeteachrepeatpod everywhere. Yes. Facebook, Instagram, email. All the places. Hit us up. All the places. So thanks so much for joining us this week on Coffee Teach Repeat Podcast. I hope you come back. Come back and see us. Cheers. Cheers.